At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings for this meeting. You're back where it's at for our weekly chat. There is proof in our truth as we chatter about what matters on the show designed with you in mind. Thanks for tuning in to the 224th edition of A Show on a Mission to bring you the best in trending news, hot topics, interesting interviews, new music, and much more. I'm Tanisha Baker, and I'm excited and delighted to host Talking With T. Happy Labor Day to everyone. I hope that you all are enjoying this day. It's September 2nd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, actor Keanu Reeves, Comedian Cat Williams, late Grammy Award winning soul musician Billy Preston, former heavyweight champion Lennox Lewis, and KC of Jodeci. It is also the birth date of our very own P.I. Pam, and we want to wish her a marvelous day. We hope you enjoy every bit of it. On this date in history, Joseph W. Hatchett sworn in as the first black Supreme Court justice in Florida. Today on the national calendar, again, is celebrated as Labor Day. This holiday is always celebrated on the first Monday of September. Labor Day was created by the labor movement in honor of the social and economic achievements of American workers. It is a yearly national tribute to the contributions workers have made to the strength, prosperity, and well-being of our country. Many people are granted today off work, and if you are fortunate to have this day, enjoy your break. It's a little ironic that we celebrate having jobs by taking off work, but hey, any day is a good day for a vacation. September is recognized for several month-long observations. It is Baby Safety Month, the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month, National Self-Improvement Month, National Suicide Prevention Month, National Classical Music Month, and a few more. The birthstone of this month is the Sapphire, and we celebrate the birthdays of Virgos and Libras. If you have been a listener of Talking With Tea, you know that we have a new theme each month. During the month of September, we come up on a new season. It will soon be fall, which prompted the theme for this month, Don't Fall For Just Anything. A lot of you are out there talking about being woke. Well, that means that you need to harness your common sense. You can't just fall for any old okie doke. Don't get bamboozled, flim-flammed, or scammed. Just because you see things on social media, hear some gossip, whatever, it doesn't make it true. Sometimes I see posts spreading around that originated from satire sites. That means they are not legitimate. Now this topic can relate to a lot when we think about what we fall for, maybe even who we fall for. And we will hit on some additional thoughts about that this month. Let's turn our attention to our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Some of you may remember Kim Kardashian campaigned to get Alice Johnson pardoned for serving time in prison for a drug charge. Now Kim has hired a 64-year-old to model for her Skims shapewear line. Catastrophic Hurricane Dorian becomes the strongest on record for Northwestern Bahamas. 
Actor and comedian Kevin Hart was injured in a car crash Sunday morning. TMZ reported Hart suffered major back injuries after his 1970 Plymouth Barracuda veered off Maholland Highway, rolled over, and landed in a ditch in Malibu. Out of Charlotte, North Carolina, one person is dead and three others are injured after a shooting near a housing center near UNCC in University City. Police say a party was being held at one of the off-campus student apartment units and multiple people were having an argument outside. Seven people were killed and at least 20 others were injured in a drive-by mass shooting in broad open daylight in the West Texas cities of Midland and Odessa on Saturday. The gunman drove on the highways and streets opening fire on residents, motorists, and shoppers, as reported by the New York Times. Police went to the target after getting a report that Jeff Hardcastle had walked up to an 11-year-old and a 5-year-old and punched them both in the head. Hardcastle then ran out the store. Officers found him hiding behind an electrical box and took him into custody. Hardcastle was determined to be under the influence during the attack. The attack was determined to be completely unprovoked, and we are unsure of his motive. The brother of Olympic gold medalist Simone Biles has been arrested and charged in a New Year's Eve shooting in Ohio that killed three people. Tevin Biles Thomas is charged with murder, voluntary manslaughter, felonious assault, and perjury in a December 31, 2018 fatal shooting in Cleveland, Ohio. On the night of the shooting, a group of uninvited guests walked into a home and a fight began. Authorities said that the fight led to the shooting and multiple people were hit. Two people died at the scene and a third person later died at the hospital. Simone tweeted that night for people not to talk to her, and I get it. It is unfortunate that they are dragging her into this incident and stealing some of the shine away from her and her accomplishments. We talked about it last week, and yet again, a murder-suicide involving a parent and child hit the news. Missing six-year-old Ollie Whittleman and his mother were found dead inside a minivan. The father said his heart is broken and may never be whole again. He had reported the boy missing and an Amber Alert had been issued. The mother did not have custody of the boy, and this is so very sad. While on a different note, most parents are willing to go the extra mile when it comes to their children. A young mother heroically fought off three armed attackers who tried to steal her car while her three-year-old son was on the back seat. One of the men was armed with a crowbar and demanded the keys to the vehicle, but Amy Lee refused to hand them over and bravely fought back. The men were filmed wrestling with Amy, but she managed to shove them away before they fled from the scene in a waiting getaway car. I'm hoping now that this film of the incident came from surveillance cameras. The suspects are still at large. Modern League Baseball pitcher Blake Bivens shared his grief on social media Thursday night after the killings of his wife and their infant son and his mother-in-law, who were all found shot to death in Virginia Tuesday morning. He says his heart was turned to ash. It seems as if the brother-in-law, Matthew Bernard, is accused of the killings. We don't yet know of the motive. Missy Elliott has issued a reward for the return of her diamond necklace, which was lost at the BMA Awards. Philip Todd Wilson, 54, a Kentucky principal who first came to fame in 2009 for banning books with, quote, homosexual content, 
from his high school is back in the news. Wilson was arrested Tuesday on charges of possession and distribution of child pornography. It took 10 years, but karma showed up. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T. Would have been fish, would have been meat, would have been eggs, would have been greens, would have been milk, would have been fruit, would have been vegetable, would have been soup. I would have been good for you. You are like a box full of everything we're not. I'm tired of putting my stuff inside. Trust my love, my hair, my shoes. Listeners, it's that time in our show when we review trending news. And I have with me today our know-it-all, Professor Jay, and our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. And I'm going to jump right in to Popeye's chicken sandwich. People were all the rage going off about this sandwich. And I personally didn't get an opportunity to taste it. Did either of you? I tasted it actually when it first came out, even before the hype. And let me just say mm-hmm. that- good, but it's not necessarily worth the hype that uh, it's getting lately. It's just like the uh, Popeye's chicken sandwich. Woohoo. Okay. okay. And I didn't get a chance to 
taste it. Uh, I just can't see cheating on Chick-fil-A like that. <laughs> well, you know, it's sold out now. And I saw where a man right here in Tennessee named Craig Barr is suing Popeye, stating false advertisement, deceptive business practices, and countless time wasted. Because evidently when he first went to get the sandwich, they told him he had to come back, which he did. And then there was this advertisement on Craigslist claiming to know an employee that would hide away the sandwiches for those willing to pay an extra charge. And that charge was $24. This man paid the price, but, of course, he still didn't get the sandwich. I'm just dumbfounded over this. And it's a perfect example of our theme this month. Don't just fall for anything. Indeed. $24 for a chicken sandwich, you can make several chicken sandwiches for that price. Again, it's not that crucial. It is, and he wants that chicken sandwich. <laughs> and then didn't he say something about something happened, something happened to his car as he was going to get the chicken sandwich? I don't know. He had a lot of stuff going on, and he's attributing it all to Popeye's not having the sandwich, so I don't know. And I just read not too long ago that some Popeye's have officially taken it off of the menu. Like they don't know who they're going to get them back, and they don't want people to keep pressing them about it. Well, that really just shows you how good marketing can come into play over something. You know, like you said, it was just average, and all it takes is the right marketing, the right event, or a picture of some people in line, and boom, there you have it. Yep. Yes, indeed. Well, this next story got my blood boiling. An Arkansas woman drowned in her vehicle Saturday while she was on the phone with a 911 dispatcher who has been described as, quote, callous and uncaring by the police. Deborah Stevens, age 47, desperately pleaded for help as a dispatcher scolded her for driving into the water. And at one point, telling the woman as she's drowning to just shut up. According to the audio of the 911 call, which was provided to USA Today by the Fort Smith Police Department, you can read more of this conversation between Stevens and the dispatcher through the link on our webpage. That's www.talkingwitht.com. But I'm going to say it is truly insensitive, and it caused this woman her life. And it should cost the dispatcher her job, which I hope it mm-hmm. is. Because mm-hmm. much like you, I'm I'm upset just from hearing about the story this first time. I mean, how do you tell someone just to shut up when your job is to ensure that that person lives? Right. Oh, she said some other things, too. But like I said, you can read that through the link on the web page. And while I'm on that, I just want to thank everybody because the web page traffic is really going great. And I see that people are going on there to check out the stories. We try diligently to make sure that we have credible sources, too. The information we shared, again, that's www.talkingwitht.com. And we encourage everyone to engage with us there as well as on social media. And, you know, a lot of these things you can read for yourself. I mentioned earlier under our theme about not just falling for anything about social media posts or stories that are sometimes from satire sites or just rumors. But we want to make sure that you get accurate information. Because this next story, it's according to CBS News. The families of two teenagers were shot and killed after allegedly trespassing outside a home in Dayton, Ohio. These families are wanting accountability. The homeowner admitted he shot Javier Harrison and Devin Henderson on Wednesday. 
Police said the teens may have been involved in drug activity on the property. And they're still trying to determine whether this is a case of justifiable self-defense. But their father said that the unidentified homeowner knew his son. And the police haven't confirmed that yet. The families feel that if the owner felt the teens were trespassing, he should have called the police instead of taking matters in his own hands. And he was taken into custody. That's the homeowner, but later released. Seems like, as Jay would say, seems like to me, there may be some more, yeah, may be some more details to this story. And I'm not sure about laws when it comes to trespassing and defending your property. It may vary by state because I thought you were still accountable if you injured someone on your property and your life wasn't in danger. And that's my thinking as well. Uh, again, there are a lot of unanswered questions in this case. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, from what we saw as we were preparing for today's show, Ohio is one of the states that, you know, is requiring prosecutors to prove that a homeowner did not act in self-defense. So, I mean, from what we also saw, the alleged acts occurred in the homeowner's garage. Right, right. Not even in the house. Not even in the house. And some may Mm -hmm. say, well, your garage is attached to your house or it's a part of your property. Okay, I can roll with that. However, if that's the case, even still, as the father mentioned, and as you mentioned when you were uh, giving us the story, your first instinct would be to call the police rather than running out there with your gun and ending two lives. Mm. Young lives. Right. Yes, becoming a a trend to shoot first and ask questions later or even call the police later. Mm-hmm. Then, like, um, wasn't it the father that said that he knew them prior? Yeah, the father says he knew them. Like I said, there's some details because they keep saying unknown homeowner, mm-hmm. and that's, mm-hmm. of course, for the media report. But somebody knows who he is, and the father says that he knew the children and I don't know, I'm just saying it looks shady. And, in fact, I think I read in the article when one of the family members said it, they thought it was actually planned. So I'm sure some details to come out from this story a little later. Let's talk about uh, Diana Sanchez. July last year, she was pregnant, and she was in the Denver County Jail. Now she's 27 years old, and she is suing because she says her pleas for help went unanswered. Almost six hours. After she said she first told the guard on duty she was in labor, she ended up delivering that baby in the jail cell by herself. And I'm curious. I don't know. But I'm curious about procedures that may be in place for pregnant women in jail. That's something I want to look into because I don't care what she did. It seems like she should have been afforded some type of medical assistance. And I, I would think so as well. From what we saw as we were preparing again for today's show, the headline simply said that she, that the jail officials acted by the book. And I can't think of how that could be accurate. And, you know, you and Pam, both of you are mothers. And mm-hmm. having had a mother who given me a younger sister who also later gave birth to her own child, I know that giving birth is not an easy process, and it's not something that, you know, I would ever have to endure. But just from talking to 
women who have gone through it, I know that it can be difficult. It's difficult, which is why it's called labor. <laughs> and sometimes there can be complications. What if Miss Sanchez and her baby both didn't make it through? Right. She was left writhing in her cell in pain, and six hours mm-hmm. later she gave birth to her baby boy. And when the nurse came in, the nurse was looking at the baby, according to the article, as if the baby had dropped from out of space or something. Mm. Right. All that is correct because labor is no no joke. I don't know how she managed to do that by herself. One, it's painful. Plus, you, I mean, without any, I know people do natural labor, but right. people there just in case something goes wrong. For her to have to endure that by herself, she's lucky that her and the baby even survived. But mm-hmm. I would be suing them. I don't care if I am in there for whatever reason. That that was still, that was, that's crazy. Yeah, and she is suing them. And like I said, I don't know what she did. Couldn't have been too terribly bad because she's out now, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, I just was wondering. Inquiring minds wanted to know about that. Now, this this next story, we've heard of, and it's a new term to me anyway, influencers, and you have them on social media, and evidently there are people who draw a large following and are able to influence them, whether it be style or if they have a certain platform or Information. So there's a 22-year-old Instagram influencer. His nickname is Oxygod. He's in jail now. He's been jailed for 17 and a half years for drug dealing. After he pled guilty to selling counterfeit pills produced in a, quote, secret laboratory. His name was Wyatt Pasek. And he designed these tablets to look like Oxycontin. But they were laced with fentanyl, which is a synthetic opiate believed to be 80 to 100 times stronger than morphine. He boasts that he had over 11,000 followers, and he can be seen posing with stacks of cash, women, guns. Keep in mind, to me, if you're on social media with all of that, that's a red flag that you're not to wrap too tight and that you may be doing something that is not on the up and up. He was even pictured in a bathtub full of cash. So he posted all these pictures, videos on social media, talking about his investment strategies. But he was really making all this money selling these counterfeit pills. And that's according to, like I said, to CBS News. Can we file him under world's dumbest criminals? We can. We can file him under some other things, too, but we can start (laughs) there. Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely be, be a start. Well, my friends, I guess that's it for this bit. And, of course, I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know I'm going to say it. We discuss many topics on Talking With T. And if you would like to share your thoughts or opinions, call 865-409-1170. Your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. We still want to celebrate T's top teens and hometown heroes. So if you would like to make a nomination, visit www.talkingwitht.com. We also want to continue to spotlight local or rising artists. If you are interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With Tea, we would love to help you promote your business or event. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwitht.com. 
You can find the links to many of the stories we share and discuss on the website. Also remember to follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time. Through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. And new shows will continue to drop each and every Monday. In the meantime, and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. Malcolm X. Remember where you heard the word and keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.